Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to a special edition of the EPB podcast. It's your boy, Matt Marshall, as usual. And today I got a special guest, my boy, Chris the Dawn Ohanian, my boy. (laughs) Welcome to the pod, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate you coming. This is a, a special one. This is the first time I'm doing this, but I've wanted to do this for a while. So me and Chris... We he was talking a little shit uh, over text. He was like, "Let's see how many FIFA games you can win." We got the new EAFC 24 out, so we're gonna be playing a little bit of FIFA for you guys to see uh, while just kind of catching up because I haven't really caught up with my boy in a while. First and foremost, I wanted to have a moment of silence with the Armenian victims in Artsakh. Let's hope the world becomes a better place for all of us. Continue us finding peace, comfort, creating families, and making the best out of ourselves wherever we are. Absolutely. And I think that's actually a good starting point for tonight while we uh, line up this match a little bit. Mm-hmm. But tell me a little bit. So Chris obviously is Armenian, and yes. we just we just kind of had a little moment of silence here for Artsakh and what's going on. Can you give me kind of like a good understanding of, of what's going on uh, right now? Yeah, of course. It's a never-ending conflict that's been happening since Armenia became separate from the USSR. From my own understanding, Joseph Stalin back then purposely left Artsakh, an autonomous region that is an integral state of Armenia, to the Azeris purposely so he can sell weapons and overall militia to Azeris. So this becomes a everlasting conflict between two. And till this day, it's been going on. Unfortunately, ethnic cleansing is one of the ways to eliminate humanity, humans, and take over a rich, source Mm. of land and natural resources natural resources and we have been in that region over thousands of years we're considered one of the oldest ethnicities in the world so i would say somewhat of in me has died because i was literally living there last year for five months volunteering in villages and the cities of yerevan and gumri where kids are uh, are adults and i wanted to be the example to provide them a better and broader future with opening a thrift shop there mm. long story short due to geopolitics it's never ending but i keep fighting and i keep bringing hope because once i've grown the seed here i can expand I do still believe that America is still the land of the endless possibilities. So why not continuing to grow that seed and build a bridge to my motherland and to many other people? What uh, you you mentioned kind of two sides to this thing. Um, Say that again, the Arts? Artsakh. So in Artsakh, which is that that major city, which is now... Um, Artsakh is this overall state which is the size of Lebanon we could say okay and Artsakh has many older definitions to it it's the it's a state where we can say the land of grape fields the endless elevations of mountains because it's a day and night difference when you compare to Armenia's top, uh, topographic map or mountains or just overall uh, landscape and uh, it's it's going way back to the kingdom of Armenia and unfortunately our kingdom has always been really big medium small and then big again so sizes of changing over decades and times um, and for us it means so much because since the first day the ethnicity 
started in that region, we have been living there more than Azerbaijan itself became its own country. Um, but due to oligarchs and mafias and just blood money, drug money, you name it, the government just takes more and more every little piece of the land to sell it off easily, putting the money in their pocket mm. and using the public. Just like we see it in other parts of the world. It's like, it's, it's quite crazy how we see this very generally speaking. Yeah. And we being such a small country and such a small population, we have always provided to the world powers. Um, and this is why I even made a rap song last year. I wrote a whole bar while I lived in Armenia. And surprisingly, I never found out about this in me that I could actually rhyme with every line in Armenian and just make a song out of it, not to monetize of it, just as a personal meaning, what it means for me to be Armenian. And through music, because it's just a huge part of my life, I think it's one of the greatest output out there that not just my people, but world, other ethnicities can uh, hear, the, hear the revolutionary heart I have mm. in, in a good way of saying. Um, and I honestly haven't checked back how many people have streamed it on Spotify, Apple Music. I just did it to, through DistroKid. And I just use very basic uh, formulas. My phone, GarageBand, and we're, just taking many uh, takes on it. We definitely, we're going to add that to, to the opening <laughs> of, of this podcast. Because I did not even know you had that song. I, m I might have you play it for me at the end of this. Absolutely. So, yeah. so it's a civil war, correct? How it's would you both. describe it? Um, okay. So it's, it's the civil war with the government due okay. to the last 40, 40 years. It's always been a repetition of the same problem. And now with our neighboring countries, Azerbaijan, because of natural resources, they want to connect the pipeline from Azerbaijan through Armenia to Turkey. So they don't have to deal with Russia's conflict mm. again, politics. Mm -hmm. um, and due to Armenia's government. Willing to sell anything. Willing and, to sell anything. And exploit their land and people. Yeah. And this is where I do not understand. Like, why is it that we have to give more land to make this pipeline go through? When we can, ha when we can also have a hand in this pipeline, but Azeris are just so much into propag uh, using propaganda over billions of dollars from abroad till this day to make their people see us being the inhumans. Right. And as an enemy. As have, an enemy. Have you ever seen Black Mirror? I have to a certain extent, bro, but. It's it, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And it is another way, like iRobot, to program us yeah. for us to not have an overreaction to what we're going mm. worldwide like we're headed headed towards it there's a there's a specific episode where it shows uh people in the military being you know i guess in the dystopian future yeah. programmed to see villagers of some country that they're invading mm -hmm. as insurgents as not a insurgents as monsters yeah. Right. And then something happened where one of the guys programming glitches yeah. and now he sees a child where before he saw some orc that yeah. he could just shoot and kill. And it just made me think about that in terms of what you talk about as 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 programming. So when you so the, the, the group I was talking about when, when when I first asked you that you're these are the, the people of Azerbaijan that you're talking about. You call yes. them Azer, Az Azeris, Azeris, Azeris. Yeah. Um, OK. They became an independent state in 1918. So this is like 1900s. And we have been there thousands of years, like I previously mentioned. Um, and, you know, we had our own Mount Ararat where the Noah Ark was last been. Mm. So because our culture is just so rich, we haven't had the opportunity to keep it integrally in our own 
nation, we have always been so innovative to provide provide this to other world powers. And then you question like why we're leading this way till this day. And we could have been way bigger when we kept the richness of these innovations. Like we have created the food truck that you see probably and every four block after 10 p.m. Wait, the food truck? The food, the food truck. truck is an Armenian invention. Uh, yeah. Wow. An Armenian man innovated this here in L.A. Wow. The, the hair comb, the hairbrush, um, the wheelchair, uh, the color of TV, the color of the dollar bill. So taking all these blueprints, why could we keep these? to our own archives and let the 1%, the elites, the world powers come to us. So Israel is a whole nother example of that. They literally created their own state. Yeah. So we got to learn from enemies and outsmart them. But there's so much more to it. But this is my own opinion, mm -hmm. uh, no matter how critical it can get but i'm very proud to be armenian not dealing with politics as long as my blood is armenian and i can be the example to other people and my people that's all matters and my motto is giving endless giving because karma will always give back mm. and what how would you describe like you know you say you're one of the oldest ethnicities what would you how would you describe Armenian, an Armenian to a, a, a layman's person who has no idea? Like if they go, what are you, Persian or is that <laughs> Eastern? I know it's Eastern European, huh? Like what, how would you kind of describe yourself and your, yeah, your family, your bloodline? Overall, bro, I would say Armenian is family. Mm. You are Armenian. Your family is Armenian. You come to Armenia. We literally open a red carpet for you. The first thing you will drink is Armenian coffee, whether you like it or not. Shyness <laughs> is a taboo and you better drink it with sugar. It will open your heart. We have so many sayings that is literally its own sugar craving when you say it in Armenian. Mm. So um, that's the int introductory when we welcome you. Even here, it doesn't matter if you go to Armenia, but so you're speaking of the culture. The culture is welcoming. Yes. Home, love. Home. Yeah. Warmth. Warm. Unity. Mm -hmm. um, and because we have survived through such a long time, we still find every little tun tunnel vision of hope and peace. Um, and this is besides even uh, religion. Overall, like we like to bring everyone together and we should continue this with other races too. But as an Armenian in that region, it's not enough to be merciful because we are dealing with unmerciful people, mm. even within our own people, yeah. traders, oligarchs, you name it. Yeah. Which also seems to be a, that's a microcosm of a world issue. Yes. Where sometimes it just be your own people, mm -hmm. you know, selling you out or putting you down. And in, in your case, sometimes it's your own government, you yeah. know, the people you trust the most, right, to have your back. So I could also give you another e description or example. You know, the fruit pomegranate. Mm -hmm. So the pomegranate has many seeds in it. And these seeds are just just so juiceful or juicy. You. Each one is a person. And that's how we describe it as being Armenian because it's an Armenian symbol in our culture, in our country. We grow pomegranate trees. We eat pomegranate with every type of Armenian food or even as a de uh, dessert. Um, and these, these little uh, juicy seeds in them, like the, you eat them like cherries. Uh, it just makes you feel how rich we are, like how big-hearted rich we are towards each other and towards foreigners. Because for us, everyone is Armenian. As long as you show your love and your respect and you are, you are culture. Yeah. 
I can attest to that. I will say I've met uh, quite a few Armenians in the L.A. area mm -hmm. uh, as I've been here for some years. And I will say that the, for, for the friends I've made, the Armenian friends I've made, it's always been love. I've been invited to certain very special occasions, birthdays and other things that I couldn't pronounce. But <laughs> you guys, you guys party big. And, and, and I will say, like, when I first moved here, I had zero clue of what Armenian was yeah. um, and how it was connected. Like, maybe, like, are the Kardashians Armenian? Oh, Which I'm going to have you speak. Actually, I'm going to have you speak on that. But I do. But I will say before that, I will say that playing soccer with you guys, I mean, your language is so strong and so forceful that I, I would imagine that you're just screaming at each other the whole time. But only to realize that that's like. It's it's love. It's like brother. You know what I mean? Like brother, Ari, Ari, Ari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is love. Like this is not, you know. And 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 that's a that's a funny thing that you can kind of recognize around the world. There's so many people who might racially profile people who are loud, right? You know, these Africans are so loud, or yeah. <laughs> you know, these you know these Arabs are screaming at each other and ha 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 ha, and I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> And and you have no idea what they're saying, but it's just kind of the profile of it. So I don't I don't know if we were talking on camera as well as off camera about just that programming, programming. in your head. But that's 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 what Eat Pray Ball <laughs> is about. It's about connecting with cultures, understanding them more. And so I appreciate my boy coming on here and and uh, disambiguating some of uh, some stuff about Armenia Always. for us. Um, do you want to speak on Kardashians? What's uh, what's what's are they are they Armenian? Do you claim them? <laughs> I think it's just so Americanized using that whole line yeah. at every supermarket or oh, at every random intersection, crossing the pedestrian the uh, intersection. Like I said, um, they are half Armenian and <laughs> the other half is, I think, Greek. So Greeks are not that different than Armenians because they're almost neighbors too. Greeks and Armenians have lived thousands of years together too. Mm. Even during in the Ottoman Empire, we both are, are Orthodox Christians. Um, they're they're full of life. They love to party. They love to eat. They're very family oriented. Uh, family oriented. Family orientedness is top notch in our culture. Mm. In that region itself, Middle Easterns are, live for this. Yeah. Um, I do respect to what level they have come to. And I was hoping they can do much more than just posting and being vocal about it. I think they have so much more yeah. to reach because I know that Kim Kardashian is also a lawyer and she's helping inmates that were law imprisoned in, in America. Prison. Yeah. Um, these kind of things that are dealing with justice and humanity, it's what I love. Yeah. Um, of course, there's so much dirty work that these governments do, but you know how much outreach she has to what she has done through her uh, platform, platform, yeah. personal being, and also her mom, mm -hmm. her, is it pampering that she literally, yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, 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 yeah, pampering, conditioning, conditioning, kind of create, yeah, she created an image. Uh, for her kids and and really created a dynasty. An icon because yeah. I know she has managed Babyface. Yeah, uh, she's she's a powerhouse superwoman and yeah. one. Um, and these are the people I actually look up to as well. No matter how much criticism there is, I think we all are criticized in individual beings, but especially popularity. Um, but I do respect her to what she has done so far, and I hope. Um, she can also turn these negative aspects too that I could talk about, but it's a whole nother topic. Yeah, that's different. Um, <laughs> and just keep looking forward towards yeah. the future for all of us. Creating positivity out here. Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Let's yeah. hop on. Let's hop on a little FIFA. Okay. <laughs> this, oh, that's. There. Oh, okay, okay. You got to cheers first, you cheers. know? Cheers. Okay. I don't play Xbox, bro. Like, He's not an Xbox guy, but so I'll give him a handicap, but, you know, you'll have to do your thing. You got to hold the inner middle circle to turn it on. Yeah, he really doesn't play Xbox, oh, yo. It's so there heavy, he is. man. It's like going to the gym. <laughs> exactly. You got to lift some weights to be an Xbox player. 
<laughs> so uh, you're Armenian. How did you end up supporting Milan? So overall, Matt, I have been just um, following players. And I grew up with El Fenomeno, the, mm. number, the original number nine, back in 2002 when they played against Germany in the final. Yeah, just following up with players and Ronaldo being my own uh, icon because his footwork and his playing style was like nobody else's I've ever watched. And that's how I grew up. And of course, his season with Milan was not the greatest compared to all the other club teams he played for. And um, that's how that's how I, I would just follow um, him as a player. And then I got into Milan because <clears throat> I saw there was a connection with family. Milan is family, Ace Milan. Mm. And not Inter, no family, not feeling uh, the family love there. <laughs> okay, so Inter actually comes from Academica Milan. Yeah. Because they wanted to make Inter more of an international mm -hmm. team compared to Academ AC Milan. Mm -hmm. AC Milan keeping domestic domestic players. So that's what I like because it connected to my roots, Armenian family, Armenia's flag color, red. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. So it just feels right. Yeah. So that's how I pretty much grew up with yeah. soccer and me playing soccer. But it was Phenomeno who really brought you to Milan. That, so yeah, Phenomeno went from Barcelona to Milan. Is mm -hmm. that where he went? Okay. Yes. AC Milan first. AC Milan, yeah. And then went straight to Inter after. I think it was... Or went to Real Madrid and then... Ah, no. He was at Inter before Madrid. He first started at Eindhoven. Mm -hmm. Then he went to Barca. After Barca to Milan. And, I mean, Inter Milan. And that's where he really broke... Did he break his yeah, knee? Yeah, he like tore tore, tore ligaments it. in his knee. Yeah, and then that was like ACL back when like ACL was a career ending. Yeah, thing right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, he was already like overweight, I would say, at AC Milan, but he was still like scoring goals and doing his duty as a number 90, <coughs> 99, putting that extra nine. Yeah. On the back jersey. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, um, I think I wish he could have done more for us, but it is what it is. Yeah, he left as a legend. Um, He's a legend. You're right. PSV Barcelona went to Inter, then yeah. to Real, mm -hmm. then AC, and only had 20 appearances at, at AC. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. 2007 to 2008. So yeah, I guess I know him more as an Inter player, but he's really more of a Real player than anything. A Real, yeah. Yeah. Um. But definitely had his time at AC. I wonder. So now knowing, because, you know, there's players like Luis Figo, who started at Barcelona yeah. and then became Real Madrid legends. And went, went straight to Inter too. And actually. went to Inter as well. Um, Clarence Seedorf. Seedorf. Uh, another one, AC legend. But Inter too. But that's the thing. He. Yeah. But I think they, just like Phenomeno, they went to Inter first and then went to AC. So I guess you guys are less bitter about those guys switching over. Yeah. Than uh, than maybe an Inter fan would be. I wonder if Inter fans, uh, you know, uh, not if they claim Seedorf because true. I didn't really <clears throat> dig into that, but yeah. he is on the top, just like George Weah. Uh, George Weah, yeah. George Weah, now his uh, <coughs> playing for Juve, Juve. George Weah, the only African player ever to win a Ballon d'Or. Yes. And his son Tim Weah playing for Juve and balling low key took over yes. took over that uh that um that right wing back position that Cuadrado had had sewn up. Yeah. Let me do go ahead and put Reese James in here. So what do you think about your team this year? It's a new team. New team, new youngsters. Yeah. Um, young boys. Definitely clutch move bringing in the the Americans. The Americans, the Chelsea uh, assets that Chelsea could have swept but uh, could have kept but I think you know the better answer to that <laughs> as a Chelsea fan yeah I mean it's tough to go into Chelsea like that's a tough tough move obviously it was a big move for him at the time um, being American coming from Dortmund yeah um, but yeah that one's that one's really tough 
There's not much you can do about it. All right, welcome to the new FIFA, the new EAFC. Um, Yunus Musa or Ruben Loftus Cheek? Loftus Cheek definitely has more appearance and experience in. Yeah, definitely more experience. EPL, I mean, come on, compared to uh, La Liga. La Liga, I haven't really seen his uh, performance at Valencia, so yeah. I should really t check that out and give my own analysis what he can really do offer at Milan, because uh, comparing La Liga and Serie A is definitely La, La Liga has oh sh <laughs> <laughs> okay. distracting him with <laughs> questions while I go ham. But serious yes. questions, serious questions too. Um, La As Liga compared to Serie A is uh, definitely more fast pace. Yeah, but I think it will be an advantage to him. So I'm very, I'm very hopeful for three of them: Loftus Cheek, uh, Pulisic, and uh, Musa coming in strong. Yeah, Musa looks good. I think you guys are gonna need a striker at some point. Yeah, uh, you know, Giroud. Olivier, he's the man, but yeah. <clears throat> he's also what 36 years old. Yeah, and um, he's had a tough tough he's had a tough he's had a very underrated career to be honest underrated. and now he's finally getting his flowers for for the mm -hmm. work he's done but yeah it's uh i was still i mean despite the goals he's been scoring for number nine i still want a really proper number nine at milan yeah that will stay long and also yeah you gotta the, you guys got a young team yeah he's also, not ready for these moves <laughs> He's not ready for these moves. Well, I mean, the angle you play from, bro. Like, I play at <laughs> such a closer look because... Oh, yeah. But do, We can do that. We can zoom in. But I don't want to be, to be an excuse. Or like. Hey, bring all the excuses you want, baby. It's all W's here. Usually, when I play with a new player, the first game is always warm-up. Yes, of so. course. Sure. Okay. Warm-up. Warm-up. <laughs> Yikes. So you talked about five, uh, you know, La Liga not being like EPL, which I agree with. Yeah. What would you what would you say? You know, it's funny. I don't usually do this again. This is the first time I've done this on this podcast. So uh -huh. the talking and playing is a little d difficult, but <laughs> it it's good. It's like walking and chewing gum at the same time. Or like when you have a passenger <clears throat> and you're going to miss the exit. Exactly. The exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which one are you going to focus on? So you'll hear a lot of stuttering from us yes. for these first, for these next a lot 15 of video, minutes. Video yeah. There's going to be a lot of editing in here. Um, but what, what, what do you think is the, the name put, put in order the top five leagues as in the world right as of now, right now. Or, okay. Your opinion as of right now, um, Serie A, EPL. Serie A is bigger than EPL. Okay. Yes. Yep. We're listening. <laughs> the third is, so I said Serie A, EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga, period. Serie A, La, EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga. Yes. And you won't even, that was, I said top five. He only named four. All four. You're going to put Fran France last or you're not even going to use France? Portuguese League and then France. Yikes. Yes. Yikes. I'm playing with the French team next to remind you what is going on well, in this world. Well, is this world. because Portuguese you heard the rumors with Zidane coming to Marseille now? Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Not of all the teams he wouldn't coach, you know, wouldn't coach the U.S. men's team, <laughs> wouldn't coach. I think Spain was looking for a coach. Spain national team was looking for him to coach. If I was Zidane, I would just retire from all of that and just be a legend. But I guess he needs to do something. <clears throat> you know, Marseille has one UCL, right? Yeah, Marseille is the only UCL in France. Wow, I'm messing up. Too much thinking. <laughs> Actually, I think Lyon might have a, a Champions League too, but I don't. Do? I'm not sure. I th it's definitely Marseille. They have more than PSG. I can tell you that. Yeah, um, Marseille is also like Milan. They're very family. Like they are really local. Locals. Like that's where Nasri is also from. Yeah. Um, Payet. He came later. 
Um, I'm going the wrong way. <laughs> Referee. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, what is your criteria for the best leagues? Like, why why watch Italian league? Even though you fell in love with Italian league early on, it it like we got to be honest. The last decade in Italy was ugly, like very difficult to watch. Juve won what the last ten yeah. scudettos out of ten, mm -hmm. you know. So, obviously, outside of nostalgia, like what makes this league the best league? <clears throat> Now it has definitely more improved you see all criterias in one you see skillful players you see defensive players um you see sort of all kinds of mixtures of playing styles comparing to the past of Serie A games yes um despite Juve you know with the report with the lawyers and then Uh, <laughs> doing the same thing what they even did in the past so I'm not shocked that they did that uh, in the last uh, season you're, um, you're you're referring to their the, the allegations yes the allegations that they have been um they've been ooh as he scores on me Rafa you Rafa Leao on on point <laughs> we'll we'll get back to that in a second but <clears throat> Juve's allegations uh to to them um them cheating the system. I, I can't yeah. even remember what exactly they've, they've been accused of doing, but it's 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 essentially cooking their books yeah. to uh, to be able to buy more players, essentially, right? They, buy more players. Yeah, they, they're, they're putting losses on their payroll mm -hmm. and the profits that they get, they're not reporting them. So it makes, yeah. because financial fair play is about How much you have to have a certain amount of profit and loss uh, yeah. at, at your club, right? So Juve has just been cheating this whole time. Ooh! Oh, oh, oh my God! Man, if Chelsea can just play like how I play with them, <laughs> turning Madueke into a Neymar, <laughs> that's all you need. So I I qualify the best clubs as a okay he's starting to come into his own <laughs> y'all i qualify the best clubs as a as a uh, i'm sorry the best leagues where there's parity in the clubs parity in the you clubs. know there's there's not every not all the time the best team is one team yes um no farmers league <laughs> yeah that 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 comes off as a farmers league to me so when when you talk about germany yeah germany course. is the biggest farmers league in the oh, world yeah. to me um it has been but also uh oh here he comes I'm trying to think what else as he's running down the line getting real tricky say will you get up and save that yikes this is game one y'all keep thinking keep thinking Giroux for you chelsea of course Giroux, my chelsea boy <laughs> the legend the french legend <clears throat> yeah so i would put italy up there now because It's exciting. There's a lot of teams yeah. and a lot of players now that have kind of come come back into the fold over More the last underdogs. three, four years. Now now they have a team that's made it to the finals of the Champions League, so you can't even say that they're not doing well in Europe anymore. They are. So which team is there again? That, <laughs> you know, one of the one of those Milan teams. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, I'm almost allergic because Charlan Olo and then Yeah. And Armenian player Mickey, come on, like. Ooh. Yeah, man. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey came from Roma, right? He didn't play for AC ever. No. Okay. We did offer him, but <clears throat> it was whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he came off from Roma. Ooh, tricky. You know Chokwinzi from Valencia? Chokwinzi, <clears throat> who actually is fighting for his position against Pulisic right now. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, and that's good. It's good to have a team with uh, competition in the yes. race. You know what I mean? Like that's not a bad thing. But Pulisic can also be on the other wing, right? Man, he's hybrid. Yeah, Pulisic can be in the middle. He can play the number 10 role. Yeah. Because you know he's not taking a wing spot from Leao. Yeah. You know, but I also think Chukwueze. He's gonna have to take some time. 
to kind of get yeah. to his form. Honestly, the control is exactly the same as the PS. Just a hundred percent. It's just the shape of the controller. The shape, the handling. Almost Sterling. Yeah, so I'm getting Do you play like bad. yourself in FIFA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that depends. How do you think? I, how do I play? I do because I'm like this guy. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know, on and off the field, I am a trick stick hero. I will, oh wow. I will mash that trick stick until, until I die. It's, it's beautiful football only. Well, you know, your real FIFA player went on the PS2, the analog stick, the skin, you would <clears throat> shed it off. Like, yes. Yeah. So people used to act like I was going crazy on my stick if if the the stick was missing skin on it but yeah that just means you're you're you you're really playing fifa because you know how it, oh can are you gonna pass no shoot good job oh wait i'm up one we need to hold on to our lead we need that yes. and look just like that noah okafor and okafor is from what he's from austria uh, he's austrian <laughs> but i honestly don't know what his actual ethnicity is yeah i think they i thought he was dutch to be honest but dutch Maybe. Like the other Dutch player that plays for Leipzig now. Uh, he's uh, Xavi Simmons. Yes. Yeah, he's good. He's good. And he's been highly touted since he was like 12 yeah. years old. Yeah, Xavi Simmons is doing his thing. Matter of fact, I want to play with Lipsig next and see, <laughs> see what they look like. But that's what I... So how long have you been playing FIFA? Can you remember? My first FIFA, bro, has been since 2005. Yeah. Yep. That and that even seems pretty uh pretty recent, I should say. It is recent, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. One twenty five million for that. <laughs> <clears throat> what? It's happened. He didn't recognize that it was actually a wide open goal. Yeah. He was unsure. So so far as you've been playing this FIFA, how does it feel? I don't see much of a difference, yeah. but the dribbling is smoother, I would yes. say. Yes. And defending too. It feels more realistic. Ooh, okay. Shooting, of course, it gets harder and harder every EAFC that's going to come out. Yeah. Just like in the previous FIFAs, they always try to wow. make that harder. Yeah, I think shooting is going to get... <clears throat> but you're right, like the passing motions, the runs. Yeah. It just feels more realistic. Mm -hmm. You don't see them doing like annoying things like they did before. Yeah. Did that just hit the ref and they caught the foul? <laughs> what? Oh, no. <clears throat> Funny one thing they haven't added to FIFA is VAR. Oh, they haven't? No. That's another thing I've noticed. A lot of they've like paid attention to a lot of the players. Sterling, the way Sterling runs is literally how he runs in real life. Yeah. With his arms up. Oh, yeah. Um, there's other players who seem to like miss shots the exact same way they kind of typically miss shots. The in motion, the game. right? Of yeah, their body. They're, it just it's 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 this intricate details that I love about it. Okay, yeah. okay, good good practice game. One more game for us, and then we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> um, I mean, we're not gonna get out of here. We'll keep playing, but you know, for 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 the people listening and watching uh watching along. I, so the next thing I'm going to do, you want different teams? You want Yes, let's <clears throat> spice it up. So let's spice it up. <laughs> um, we should do these live. That's 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 going to be my next thing. The Go forms. live on Twitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live form too. Um, you brought up Lipsy. I'm going to burn. Oh, you don't do the... So what we do is we... Press X to... Randomize. Okay. But... We usually depend on how many goals the winner scored the previous game. So you scored three goals, so we can do it three times. Three randomized. Let's do it. Ready? Yeah. One, two, two, three. Oh, no, not yeah, Turkey. I, I cannot be in Turkey. Yeah, I he's in Turkey. Well, I can't be in Sweden for Brahma <laughs> Do we get any of the three teams that we picked? Because I saw Valencia in mine. Can we do. All one right, more? Okay, one Turkey. more. Ready? Can't well, do we gotta Turkey. Look each other. Wait, so so you can't do Turkey? No. <clears throat> Turkey is on your shit list right now. It's below shitless, bro. Below shitless for how they're treating the Armenians. Yeah. And not providing aid. Nothing. I mean, they don't want us to <clears throat> exist either. They're like brothers with the Azeris. Wow. We're not doing Turkey. All right. Yeah, look me in the eye. One, two, three. 
Okay. Wow. All right. All right. Two, okay. th- one three-star team, one three-and-a-half star. Watford it is, brother. Bruv. Okay. Okay. These are weird jerseys, but. I like Kappa. Sure. I don't so, even know who sponsors us. Um, throughout history, in <clears throat> soccer, in all the leagues, which one is your favorite brand that has always constantly has made beautiful jersey designs i'm glad you brought that up and for those who are listening along uh, chris is a he works in the fashion industry he owns a uh a public estrellas which is a um thrift shop thrift shop thrift store mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he gets his clothes imported from where all over europe i would say all over the world specifically mixtures from france italy germany and japan so mm-hmm. that clothing question is really like if, if, if that brand question, I guess I should say, is mm-hmm. is is really a part of his kind of life force in this. But uh, to answer your question, um, when I think of brands outside of the Nike and Adidas, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about this a little off camera. I think of the OG brands like Diadora. Those were those were that was one of the coolest brands I remember ever seeing growing up mm-hmm. uh, with the the colorful boots. It was probably one, some of the outside of Lotto. Lotto had colorful boots too, and those L- were really Lotto, fun. Yeah. yeah, those were those were those are two Italian brands, right? Um, yes. Uh-huh. And then uh, Kappa. I do. I did like Kappa only Kappa, because yeah. it just looked like there was a naked woman, <laughs> and so yeah. me and my friends always got a kick out of it. Um, uh, there was Ul Sport. U H that was German, I think. U H L S P O R T. Never heard of that. Okay. It looked like a uh, half moon, black, but twisted, facing up. Hmm. Okay. It was quite sick. The the logo and all that. Uh, and they had dope. They threads. The dope. logo itself was cool, but overall the designs they have made for jerseys in the Bundesliga uh, nah okay they did Bundesliga mostly yeah so where did these brands go cuz i feel like i don't see any of these anymore i see macron still they do a lot of like south american african jerseys yeah. um i don't i i don't see kappa anywhere but clearly um kappa S- Swedish, they're sponsoring swedish teams or they you know <clears throat> yeah and then there's napoli of course napoli is major they brought it into light because they won, of course, Syria last year. Yep. Um, but <coughs> but what's it called? Uh, I think that itself with the monogram on the shoulders, it, it it's like it's catchy. Like you don't see Nike do that or I, I mean Adidas that's like that's the Capo has the monogram. Oh, the yeah. thing down the side. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Even with the jackets. Yeah, you see Adidas pads. with the but you don't see anybody else really doing that. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like re- rememberable because you don't see, like besides like Barca as a team, they always had had stripes. Yes. Or Bayern or Milan. Or Milan. Chelsea has always been all over the place. Chelsea's been all over the know? place, but it's been for the most part just blue with white socks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most uh, notable. Watford, I've never seen these jerseys. These are some weird away kids. Your teams, oh, yeah. I do like the randomized thing because you do get to so FIFA for me I started playing FIFA at least 98 because I I remember for sure FIFA 98 was was a huge one Ooh, yeah um FIFA 98 had indoor indoor ball uh it had like you could play in the snow in in the mode like yeah yeah it was a game mode um that was really fun well, I'm, I'm sure they continued using that mode when you go on their game settings, right? You can, not in game settings, but now you can play Volta football in these, which is like oh, a yeah. specific, you know, five, four, three v three, four v four. Yeah. Um, plus foot, futsal, five v five. Yeah. Ooh, which is cool. Cause that, I mean, that does represent a lot of world soccer. True. Ooh, shot. Um, <clears throat> So yeah, so, so my brand would probably the coolest brand I would think is Diodora because I just Diodora. liked liked the uh, I liked the way it looked. I liked the colors that, that they use. Yeah. What's your top brand of all time? 
In soccer or overall fashion? <laughs> wow. Let, answer the first, answer soccer first and then overall fashion second. And why? I think before that, it's personalization. Who you, I, <clears throat> I try to connect the dots, who you grew up watching. And I watch El Fenomeno. So Mercurials have always been part of my life mm. in soccer. So I would say Nike overall because I also have narrow, uh, I have white feet and Nike has always had made wide feet shoes. Wait, wait, wait. Wide feet or narrow feet? Wide. But No way. Uh, I th First, no way you don't have <laughs> wide feet. Look at your boy. Second, as he tries to score on me. <clears throat> I'm going to get a shot of his feet. Kick him up here. Look, this is what wide feet look like. Those are narrow. Narrow, you're right. <laughs> and yes, Nike is for narrow feet people. So you, those materials probably Should are I've perfect. I've been having wrong for so many years now. Oh <laughs> Um, yeah, the best wide feet shoes, because I have Fred Flintstone feet, um, uh, is probably Adidas, Puma for sure. Puma, the, the Puma Kings, the Puma, Puma King accelerators or executives, whatever they call them. Ooh. Yeah. Those have been, those have been a fire brand for me. Um, what other brands? Man, when the, the one the only wide foot shoe Nike made that were like the best CTR 360s. Oh, uh, the CTRs were cool. Those are like, ooh, what, what a save! save. <laughs> <clears throat> he looks like Aldo. Sima. Aldo. Oh yeah, American yeah, yeah. Legend. Yeah, Joe's uh, Altador. No, Altador oh, were you thinking Fre Freddie Adu? Freddie Adu. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to do a story on Freddie Adu, bro, because people <laughs> people don't realize like if if Freddie had gotten it right. Soccer in America would have been so different because he would have been the Michael yeah. Jordan of of soccer. Unfortunately, there's there's a lot of factors for yeah. why that didn't happen. His choices, as well as, you know, the backing of U.S. soccer. Yeah, that's, there's a whole story around that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he had one year where he was like very like had a spotlight. He was with US, a he, Nike. Yeah, team. with Nike. He signed a he's at 16. He signed a Nike contract. Yeah. Um. He was a generation Adidas. Wow, he's got no skill moves. Nobody on Watford knows how to dribble. They know how to pass and shoot, though. Well, here we go with this. <laughs> the Zoom's time, baby. <clears throat> I'm actually, I like that feature that they added. Yeah. I don't know why. It just makes it feel a little bit more like a video game. <laughs> there it is! No! No, what the? I'm on side. Golasso. Offside. Oh. Yikes. That was wild. I should have just headed it in. He like head passed it. That was it. a crazy goal though. Like so much happened. He just needed to leave it. I Maybe he didn't. I don't well, know. Well, my goal was, my player was like. Behind. Yeah. Yeah. But you know the rule in soccer. This is a rule not many people know. Yeah. When it relates to offsides rules. Oh, yeah. It. Offside is if you are ahead of the second to last player on the field. Second to last. Because the keeper is technically the last player. Oh yeah, true. So even if so if the keeper's ahead of your player, your mm -hmm. last player, then suddenly he becomes the second to last player. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, little little things. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> See? Me Wait, he kept that inside. So many, so many years. As a striker, I started as a defender. Like Drogba did, and then he became a striker. Did yeah, you know that? I did know that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was early in Drogba's career. Yeah. But Drogba was also a late bloomer. Yeah. And I do think of that of myself too. I I know, in fact, I was not the greatest player as a young player. Wow! Great tackle. Um, I wasn't a great young player either. I, I just, do you have any coaches or any specific part of time in your life that you would kind of dedicate to? By the way, if y'all didn't know on this podcast, Chris is a baller. He's a he's a he's a, a trickster. Uh, he's an engine. I would I would probably put him on the wing yeah. and say he's like a box to box winger. But like he said, he's a striker through mm -hmm. and through. Yeah. So I I started as a center back and then I slowly center went back. up to. Wink and then even striker. What? 
Yes, sir. Wow. The ricochet. Is he offsides? He is. Yet again. <laughs> Yet again. I'm getting lucky. That was a crazy save, though, by the goal. That was crazy. That was supposed to be my superpower shot. Like, <laughs> the fuck kind of shot was that? Remember that uh, Super Mario Soccer game, too? That was crazy, too, on the GameCube. I didn't play Super Mario oh, Soccer. You're going to love that game. <laughs> we need to bring that back. Yeah. So you were talking about FIFA Street earlier, too. FIFA Street 2 and 3. That was yeah. that was probably like 20, 2010, 2008 through 2010 or something yes. like that. Yeah. FIFA Street was lit. Um, I'm, I'm sad that not only did they not bring it back, but they didn't incorporate it into the newer FIFA. But yeah, and it had so much potential because there were so many features in that game. Yes. That kept it exciting all the time because there were some uh, arenas or countries where you would play on different goal sizes. Like, remember when you guys invited me to play on that Tiki Taka? Yes. The, you had some arenas with those wide goals. Yes. And then some arenas the with low, super, wide. super small goals. Right. So it's just, it keeps <clears throat> it exciting and triggering. Like... But now everything's just so plain. It's like, okay, we get it. Volta, okay, yeah. Uh, 11 on 11, okay, yeah. So. Yeah, it kind of, FIFA can get kind of old and boring after a while. Good Whoa. shot. This guy can shoot. Who is this yeah. guy? Um, so I think they are doing that for cost reasons and timing too, that they don't want to keep these little additions because it's costing them i guess mm. so they just keep the uh highlight on the main modes yeah which makes sense you know there's no reason yeah. to keep producing all these different games if yeah. majority of people want to play fifa i didn't realize that e-football was still out pes basically all provolution yeah, yeah. konami's uh there wow. it is watford brothers watford wow. watford fam have you been keeping up with Top Boy? I've watched the whole thing. Man, so I haven't watched the last season. Oh, I'm actually man. planning to watch some of it tonight. Um, You're not going to sleep, bro. Thank I God I brought sleep. you coffee. <laughs> I never sleep. He did give me coffee, so we're like wide awake now. Yeah. So you watched the first ones, right? Of Top Boy? I didn't watch, uh, was it Summer House? I didn't oh, watch that. Okay. I started with just, like Jamie was my favorite character. Like yeah. I started with him. So him not being in the show anymore is really the reason I didn't start playing it again. Because, you know, cool Duchesne and the other guy, but it just didn't. It, it wasn't doing much for me. You know, Kane is a grimer. Like, he's an artist. Yes. I I feel like, like there's like four people on that show. And Little Sims, she's an amazing artist. I've been... Little Sims. Little is that Sims? the girl who plays Jack? No. Um, she plays the drug dealer... Is it a girl or that's she's a, boy? a girl? Yeah, I think uh, it is. I think it is Jack in the show. I forgot her name in the see in the show. Is she on Deshane's team? She's a she's they become together. They start a relationship together. Mm, okay. Her and Duchesne. Oh, her and Duchesne. Yeah. Oh, the lady with the braids. The bra Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. She's an artist, too. So they just employ a lot of artists on the show. Yeah, and they all, you know, <clears throat> live in the same district. Yeah. Actually. That makes um, sense. I did found her through SoundCloud way before she became an actual, you know, more recognized artist. Ooh, he wow. can shoot. Whoever this number 14 guy. on Watford is, shoot with him. Yikes. Damn. Yeah. It is cool. I, I remember seeing Dave... Yeah. Uh, who was who was like the main oh, bad yeah, with guy? The eye. Yeah. Well, his his bars are also really good. He's yeah, they can really rap. <laughs> but I grew up with Skepta, man. Uh, <coughs> I even went to his concert in L.A. I've never experienced a mosh pit <laughs> like that mm -hmm. with little kids. Like it's like, what is going on here? But now he's DJing like house. It's like, wow. Wow. Okay. Skepta's doing his thing. Yeah. I listen to a... Skepta's kind of one of the original UK rappers that like yeah. I always hear about. I'm trying to think who else. And his brother, too. Uh, I forgot his brother. Central C? No. That's not... Uh, <laughs> that's who I think of now when I think GME. Ah, uh, okay. JME. I don't, I don't know him. Yeah. 
uh, there's uh, DJ Rascal, uh, Wiley, Major, Stormzy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I followed them while I was living still in Germany. You know, my last year was in 2008. And grime was not a, a genre in Germany because German rap and grime, really no chemistry, no connection. Mm -hmm. What I always followed underground artists uh, and actually through FIFA Street because I wanted to find out more about these soundtracks. So FIFA Street had a good soundtrack too. FIFA always yeah. is, FIFA's notorious for having a good soundtrack. Yeah. The only issue recently is I don't listen to FIFA a lot anymore. Yeah. Um, I play my own music or, you know, <clears throat> and, and so I've really lost out a little bit. Because when I turned this game on, they were playing uh, Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem. Really? They were, yeah. They oh, have, yeah. They have some tracks on here. So you got to pay attention to the soundtrack on FIFA. In the last FIFA, they put all the favorite tracks into one playlist. Did you recognize no. that? Yeah. All the favorite tracks from every year from of FIFA? all the FIFAs, yeah. I nice. think they always do a vote on this on Reddit or like actual ones for spe <clears throat> FIFA specifically. That's what I mean. FIFA engages with their fans, like yeah, community. They know, community. yeah. There is a FIFA community, and me growing up with FIFA, that's how I learned the players. Oh wow! That's how I learned like a lot of these European players because we didn't have, you know, on American television, you're <laughs> you're not watching any any other game but you know Man United and maybe Chelsea, which is why I became oh, yeah. a Chelsea fan because it was like red versus blue, right? Yeah, <clears throat> Bloods and Crips. True. Yikes. But uh, did you, were you also shocked how many teams there are from London, like Tottenham? Yeah, yeah, uh, Tottenham, uh, West Ham, West. Crystal Palace, Chelsea, yeah. Arsenal, um, Leeds. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. Though I've been to London, it's huge. Yeah. So it's not terribly surprising. But when you think about it, LA is pretty big too. Yeah. Like if you include like you know Pasadena. Ooh, good turn. Pasadena or, you know, Santa Monica or whatever. So yeah. there could be, you know, hundreds of, not hundreds, but there could be, if if we had the same kind of club system in America that they yeah. had in England, and then all of these like little, <clears throat> you know, San, San Jose Sharks or, yeah. you know, California, SoCal Surf or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It but could be the same. Uh, this act, I actually want to. I don't have Hulu, unfortunately, but I do want to watch this guy, this actor's show, Rexham. Yes. Wow. You got to watch it. It's interesting. And Did it's, you watch um, it? Yeah. I watched uh, at least the first like 18 episodes. Wow. Ooh, good defense. <clears throat> do you think he's going to really bring the team to the first EPL division? I mean, they could. They have the money to. I mean,. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's easier said than done, like EPL specifically. Like yeah. you can't just bring a anything club to EPL. But, um, you know, they've already climbed up two divisions. Yeah, they're playing. I think they're playing third division football now. You know, they do they do pretty well in the uh, FA Cup. Wow, yeah. great ball. But but I like the show one. I, I actually I really like Ryan Reynolds, I think just. Oh, from a film perspective, ah! does he have enough? <clears throat> from a film perspective, Ryan Reynolds like yeah. really knows what he's doing. keeps keeps producing hits, even if they're like small Netflix hits. Like mm -hmm. the Adam Project was really good. I liked another one of those. Free Guy. Mm -hmm. Free Guy is a good movie. If you guys, Free Guy. For those of you who are like me and really question the thought and possibility of us actually living in a simulation. Free Guy is a real interesting simulation uh, movie. Ooh. We're going to keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot more to talk about here. I want to just thank you real quick, Chris, coming on, talking a little bit. I actually have to have you on because I didn't even get to, like, really work in the fashion angle of things. But that yeah. is so fun. So we got a taste of of Chris. Part we're, one. We're going to get, that's part one. We're going to get a little bit deeper into public estrellas, but if you can, and I'm giving it this, it's the Spanish pronunciation. I don't know if that's how I, how you say it. If you say public estrellas or whatever. Public estrellas. And if you go, <clears throat> I'll get you guys 10 to 15% off. You get, you guys can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, 
Just search Public Estrellas, like At Spanish. Public Estrellas, huh? Yes. Okay, uh -huh. Public Estrellas. Be your own muse through Rewear. That's my motto. That's it. Be your own muse through Rewear. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're tuning in, this is the first time we're doing this kind of hybrid FIFA slash podcast session. It's fun. Uh, I really like it. Hopefully we do another one of these. Uh, make sure to follow us on TikTok, uh, Instagram, everything the same, at Eat, Pray, Ball. Go over to YouTube. When you're watching this video, if you're watching this video now, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're going to be here. It's all about connecting the world through the love of footy. And I'm here with my boy doing exactly that. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate it. Again, go follow Public Estrellas anywhere you can find it. It's the EPB podcast, and we will catch you guys later. Ha, <laughs> ha,